0: Because she fell down the stairs of a Baptist church. It's a story for another day. I, I, could, I could go on and on and on about her falling stories, but before you're seated this morning, I want you to I want you to I want to I want, to I want you to stop right now. I want you to listen to me. The only thing that stands between you in total victory is your willingness to accept truth. Which means that you've got to forsake the lie stop listening to the lie and listen to truth father we ask this morning every distraction every distraction be brought to nothing Lord God every heart to be open every ear to hear today what the spirit says to the church Lord we thank you for your mercy and for your great grace today Jesus' name. Amen. Give our worship team some love this morning. Praise God. You may be seated. You may be seated. I want you to take your Bibles and go with me to Daniel. Daniel the third chapter. Daniel the third chapter. Thank you for being here this morning. It's been a great week of ministry. I want to say thank you to all those that came and helped us with the North Texas Food Bank. Uh, We had lots of volunteers, had great fun ministering to the community. Uh, I want to shout out to Tim and Yvonne for uh, and those that participated in Burgers and Bibles out at Graham Park yesterday. Amen. They had a great time ministering to, there again to the community. And I know that Pastor Angel is, has uh, started many home cell groups and they have been actively involved and going. And, and we, we want to shout out to him. And Pastor Ryan, he's come in and we threw him off in the DPM. We said, We got so much for you to do. He, he just rolled in for kids' camp. So if he drifts off to sleep, just let him go, okay? Uh, the rest of our crew will be in from kids camp in just a little bit but let's look here in in Daniel the third chapter Daniel the third chapter and I want to begin reading I want to read the first two verses and I'm reading out of the modern English version and many times I will read the Bible through in different versions because sometimes the wording Uh, Is such that he just sparks new things, but I've been reading in the in the modern English version of late And I want to look here in Daniel the third chapter lord. I pray for the anointing the power the presence of your spirit I pray that freedom liberty lord. God will come to those that are here and we give you praise I want you to look here in Daniel 3 verses 1 and 2 then we're going to jump down to verse 16 and read down a ways Says, Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image, notice that, an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits, which is 90 feet, and it was uh, 6 cubits wide, which was 9 feet. 90 feet high, 9 feet wide. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent to gather together, I want you to notice this, he gathered together the officials, the governors, And the captains and the judges the treasurers the counselors the sheriffs and all the rulers of the province came to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar king had set up now when he gathered that notice he gathered everyone in any political arena had to gather any uh, authority that was represented either law enforcement they gathered any of the counselors the uh, the administrators they all gathered at this image that Nebuchadnezzar had made interesting do you not think as we look at that today the world system has not changed Let me tell you, we need Christians behind the pulpit. We need Christians in the pew, but we need Christians in the workplace. We need Christians in the government. We need Christians in the schoolhouse. We need some spirit-filled men and women of God on the police force. We need to absolutely invade our nation and every nation with children of God because the enemy wants to invade every nation and every city and every world country with his agenda. But we see here, Nebuchadnezzar set up an image. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But he said, this is what's going to happen. When we set this image up, everybody gathers. And when everybody gathers, whenever you hear the sound of the music that we're going to play, the orchestra begins to play. Then everybody is to bow and worship this image. There's a little flaw in his plan, though. There were three Hebrew children that were not going to bow and of course there were always those around to tattletale on the ones that didn't do what everybody else is doing so the chaldeans came along and they said oh there's three you know Shadrach Meshach and Abednego they're they're not bowing to your image oh king Nebuchadnezzar well Nebuchadnezzar thought well i'm going to give them another chance you boys come here come 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 i'm going to give you a chance when you hear the music just go ahead and bow I know you haven't, but whenever you hear the music, you just go ahead and bow. Now, that's where we take up the story in verse 16. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer in this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us for the burning fiery furnace he will deliver us out of your hand O king but I want you to notice something here children of God but even if he does not be it known to you O king that we will not serve your gods nor worship the golden image which you have set up so this was a matter of life and death to those that refused to bow they would go into the burning fiery furnace there three Hebrew children said, no, we will not go, we will not bow and worship your image. Verse 19, the Nebuchadnezzar, full of fury and the form of his vestige, was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore, he spoke and commanded that they should heat the furnace seven times more than it was usually heated. And he commanded the most mighty men in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their trousers, their coats, their hats, and their garments, and they cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And then verse 24, then Nebuchadnezzar was king, was astonished, and rose up in haste and spoke and said to his counselors, Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Did we not cast three men bound in the midst of the fire? They answered and said, True, O king. He said, But I see four. I see four what? I see four men loose. They went in bound, but now they're walking in the midst of the fire, and they are unharmed. And the form of the fourth is like the son of God. now Nebuchadnezzar may not been the wisest person in the world but he didn't go down into the furnace but he bid them to come up to him (laughs) then Nebuchadnezzar came near the mouth of the burning fire furnace spoke and said Shadrach Meshach and Abednego you servants you servants of the Most High God come out and come here Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out in the midst of the fire and the officials, the governors, the captains, the king's counselors being gathered together. Notice that all the government, all of the officials, all of the law enforcement, all of the counselors, all the advisors saw that these men, my God, whose body the fire had no power, nor was a hair of their head singed, neither their coats changed nor was the smell of smoke upon them Wow 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 now I want us to look here because if you back up to chapter 2 which I'm not going to take time to read but you'll back up to chapter 2 you begin to discover that Nebuchadnezzar Nebuchadnezzar he had a he had a rage issue in fact if he didn't get his way he threw a temper tantrum and he could he's he's king he's the most powerful ruler in that moment in the time of history and he had had a he had had a dream and in that dream there was a image that was shown to him and that image had a head of gold it had a breastplate of silver and then then it goes on and on and what we see bronze is the next and more inferior inferior metals all the way down to the feet that were mixed uh, with with iron and clay and then he couldn't find anyone to interpret that dream. And so he told them to be sure that they wasn't using some trickery. He said, You got to tell me the dream, then you got to interpret the dream. And his wise counselors, his soothsayers, his magicians, they couldn't do it. And so he was getting ready in a fit of rage, of anger. He's going to slay them all, all of the wise men in the council. He's going to slay them all, I guess, start over. Daniel wasn't in the room but he said wait a minute wait a minute why is this such a rush let me let me give me just a little bit and I'll, I'll ask God because God will show us what's the intent of this and sure enough the Lord showed him and said so this is your dream and this is your interpretation you saw an image set up and in the image set up on the top the head was made of gold and that image Nebuchadnezzar is you but at the end of that vision see your your kingdom is going to go from gold to silver your 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 kingdom will be destroyed it's going to be taken over by another inferior kingdom and another inferior kingdom till ultimately there's coming a rock there's coming a rock and when that rock shows up It's going to destroy this image. There's coming a destruction to the world image. We're going we're going to get deeper. Hold on. So, what happened there is this megalomaniac who was so obsessed with his own power he goes out afraid that he's going to lose his kingdom he goes out and he creates in this in this plain, this area he creates the image and possibly it, it looks somewhat like the image in his dream I don't know that for sure but we do know that he set up this giant image made of gold now Most everyone agrees that it was probably made out of wood and then they overlaid it with gold That'd be a whole lot of gold 90 feet by 9 feet. That's a lot of gold But we see here that it was a golden image So what is he saying? He's saying I'm gonna hold on to my kingdom in my image and you don't see any of the inferiors it's all gold so it's all about me and the way I'm gonna do this in order to maintain my kingdom is everybody that I call to come out from the officials in the land all the way to the the most impoverished person every time you hear the orchestra play you're gonna come out I'm gonna maintain my control because I have a false image that I have set up and every time you hear the music then people are going to come out and they're going to bow the knee and they're going to worship this image this false man-made imaginary image see anything that we bow to and we worship we will bear the image of what we bow to and what we worship Now, in the garden, the temptation was this. You will be like God. You will be like God. But that's not what man got. What man got as a result of disobeying the Lord is God is like me. We were tempted in the garden, Adam was, and the temptation was you can be like God. But what we got is God is like me. And so we, in the imagination of fallen humanity, inherently begin to create images and say, This is God, worship. This is God, worship. But let me tell you in this house this morning that the false images that man has created in his own fallen imagination are destroyed by the reality that the rock of Jesus Christ comes and says, I'm going to tear down all of those imaginings. I'm going to tear down all those images of what you think God is and how you believe that he thinks like you do, he behaves like you do, that he is interested in Jesus. Just your ability to measure up to him which you never will I'm going to tear all of those things down and I'm going to establish my own image the very image from the beginning which is my son Jesus see the we come into the world today we come into a, a place where we have been sold a bill of goods and in this bill of goods there is a there's an ideology that we have to, we, we, we are who our, our history habits and heritage tells us that we are. That I am this abused child from childhood, and this is who I am. But there came along three Hebrew children, and they said, Look, Nebuchadnezzar, our God is able, he's able to deliver us. He's able to deliver us from this creation you have of this furnace. This furnace there in the plain of Dura, which means a dwelling place, this is where you want uh, us to occupy. You want us to dwell in this plain, and you want us to worship this image that you have created in your mind or was given to you, and, and you want it to continue on. And God the Father says, no, that's not who I am, and I will not bow to what I am not. See the image the image there's a false image that we are born with there's a false image that is created and exploited and set up and the enemy uses terror and schemes of fear to get you to bow to that image to you to worship that image because he wants you to reflect that image. He wants you to walk in that image. He wants you to be subjugated to him because he does not want to lose control of any person's life and thus he convinces you that you need total control And but what you don't understand if you are not bowing to Jehovah God, if you're not bowing to the father of Lights, then you're bowing to the source of the enemy and you're following after an image that is contrary to what you are called to be, what you're purpose to be what you have originally been designed to be and you start bearing that image but there were three that said look this is the deal I think they might have said in layman's term this is the deal pickle <laughs> they said oh, King, I, I don't believe they showed any disrespect what they were saying is look we, we know we're guilty and just to let you know we know and so there's no point in arguing that issue our God whom we serve he's able he's able to deliver me from this fiery furnace he's able to deliver me from this image that you want me to bear He's able to deliver me from from worshiping this false image. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us. He's able. But be it known, Nebuchadnezzar. You're a man. We serve God. Let let it be known. if If it means the furnace... We don't care because you're not going to call me something I'm not. I'm not going to bear an image of someone I am not. I, I I may not be all that I need to be, but let me tell you, I find my completeness in him, and I tell you what I'm not. I'm not that broken-down little boy anymore. I'm not that one shivering in the corner anymore. I'm not the, the abused anymore. I'm not the depressed anymore. You're not going to call me those things because that's not who Jesus Christ has made me to be. He made me to be in the image of, a, of the Father. And it's come to restore that image in me. So if it means the furnace, so be it. But I'm not going to admit that I'm something that I am not. My mother was depressed. My father was depressed because they did not have the knowledge or they accept the truth of who they were in Christ Jesus I don't fault them for their failures for their shortcomings for being duped by the enemy but let me tell you when Jesus Christ shed the blood 2,000 years ago it was to bring me back to the test the complete fullness completeness of the work of Jesus Christ we bore the image of of the man of dust, as the Word of God says. But we will also bear the image of the most holy God. Jesus Christ is not only the example for us, He is the example of us. Are you hearing it? Are you hearing it? Some of you getting a double dose. Some of you getting a triple dose. But I think it's something we need a, a whole lot of in order to understand I am not who the world declares me to be, nor am I who my past has told me that I am. I am not what the stepfather told me I was uh, as he was continually abusing me. I am not the one whom the circumstance tells me. I'm not who the failure tells me I am. I am a part of the heaven and the kingdom of God I am blessed I am righteous I am holy because he has called me out of darkness into light to bear the image of the living God Now it's interesting to me as we look at this narrative there at the very site of the creation get this The plane of Dura the plane of dwelling where does the enemy want you to dwell he wants you to dwell in the place where there's always the fear that you're going to be consumed the fear that you step outside of your you step into a new dwelling place in God by leaving the old dwelling place That you're no longer bowing to this, what we have deemed as the new humility, as self-hatred. But don't brag on them, their head will swell. I've never seen that come true. I found that people need more encouragement than discouragement. I found that the body of Christ needs affirmation, not uh, uh, not constant rejection. I found that people uh, un- in- inherently need uh, to be supported and uplifted. It-, it doesn't mean that you water down and you become so sensitive to their needs. It's like, oh, you poor baby. Uh, you-, you you can't. Uh, you just keep on uh, ingesting that poison uh, and maybe it won't hurt you. No, we don't need any of that. Uh, what we need to say uh, is that's not you. That's not who you're meant to be, called to be. You are a child of the living God. Come up out of that uh, because you're better than that because he's made you better than that you are the image bearer of the living God John G Lake said this he said the difference between Christ and the church is this Christ knew who he was Christ knows who he is and when the church begins to discover who they are in Christ They will rush in like a flood into the world today, and that world will have no hope because the enemy does not have a weapon formed against us that can prosper. Now, this is what I want you to see. I I noticed there immediately that what stood out to me was the furnace. The furnace was heated seven times hotter than before now gold melts at 948 degrees Fahrenheit so you do the math on it so they they had to melt it in this furnace in order to overlay this this image with gold so seven times hotter and I just kept asking the Lord Lord why seven times? I know just little things like that just stick out like seven times, seven times. Seven. What is it about seven times? I just asked the Lord to start doing a little bit of research and come to find out that in the only person that had any any knowledge whatsoever was the commentary that I read, but in this commentary they said in Babylonian mythology that there was a belief that there was a, a demon who had seven, seven demons and some believe that What Nebuchadnezzar was saying is that you're gonna bow to what I'm telling you and we're gonna heat this seven times hotter and potentially it could have been in reference to the gods that he was serving I don't know it's the best I could come up with but what I will tell you is this the enemy always wants to challenge the image of God in us and so he's always wanting to challenge but guess what God he he steps up to the challenge those plagues in Egypt were not just, a, 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 you know, some random number that the Lord came up with. The Egyptians had, had that many gods, 10 gods in there. And so the Lord was challenging every single god, whether it was the, the, blood, the water being turned to blood or the serpents or, 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 or whatever, the, the frogs or the lice uh, or the bulls. It was all a challenge against the world system and those gods. To say he brought them out of deliverance for deliverance but what we see there is that he heats the furnace now if you hadn't listened thus far I want you to start listening now they the strong men someone stronger than them bound them up and led them into the furnace someone somewhere along the way has bound you in lies taught you the lie and has led you to that furnace can you see that? that too far of a stretch I don't think so but the wonderful thing about it is this the thing the ones that lead us to the furnace and the ones that bind us up will to be destroyed in the furnace and we're not talking about people we're forgiving them we're talking about the lies and the fear and the anxiety and I will have to tell you I have to stand corrected because the Holy Spirit corrected me just looking at the scripture I've I had preached this this way I ministered the word this way I've tried to draw the truth out this way That, you know, there's a crucible and God throws the ore in and he heats it up and and, and all the dross comes to the top. And yes, we can support that in other passages and it's wiped away. And and the Lord looks over and he sees his images and he knows that the, the purity of the metal is clean. And so we've looked at the furnace and we thought, you know, suffering and anxiety and all of these tormenting things that are taking place. But that's not what the scripture reveals. You don't see any struggle. You don't see them, oh, oh, look, the three Hebrew children, their hair is singed and their sweat beating off of them. I, I, think that, uh, I think that Shadrach's ear just melted off. Look at him being refined in that fire. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. What it says, that their hair wasn't singed, that their, their garments were not affected, and they didn't even smell like smoke. Why? Because they stood for the Lord and said, I will not allow the enemy to tell me what I am not. I refuse to stand or to bow to something to say I bear the image of a broken-down, beaten-up, abused victim. I am not a victim. I am victorious. But the ones that overpowered them they didn't make it because they were not protected from the flame. And the, the things that bound them up Though they fell down in the in there because they went in. But let me tell you, somehow miraculously, when they went in bound and they fell down, now the thing that kept them bound, that's what the fire was allowed to address. That was what the fire was allowed to attack. That was what the wrath, if we'll look at it that way, that was what the wrath was allowed to to go after. It's because anything and everything that does not reflect the image of God, God. God goes after, and he will attack it, and he will destroy it, and then he will reveal himself in the midst. So they're walking around in the flame. Think about it. There's evidence according to the word of God is the only struggle they had was the fact that they would not bow, so they were overtaken, and they were carried over, but they did not go in there and feel the heat of the furnace. flame could only burn what was binding them everything that was trying to prevent the image of Jehovah God in them was burned up in the flame now it's amazing to me it's amazing to me Nebuchadnezzar this heathen king who is raging And he's imagining vain things is there and God Jehovah is laughing according to the psalm that the Lord just laughs at all of their tactics let me tell you scared individuals who have a theology that God is backed up in the corner wringing his hands because he's so alarmed at what's going on in the world let me encourage you today that's not the God we serve We sing the songs that come right from the word, come right from the experience, that God has never failed. There's not a battle that he hadn't gone into that he hasn't won. He's undefeated, champion of all of creation and beyond, eternity. There's no weapon formed against you that's going to prosper because there's no weapon formed against him that could ever prosper they found themselves in the furnace and this heathen King looks over and he recognized hey boys I wasn't counting but we threw three in and the fire multiplied Three, fire, four. And that fourth one looks like the Son of God. How'd he know that? How'd he know that? Come on! Now. Come on how'd he know that? Exactly. Come on. Boys, would you be ever so kind? I can't come in there. I know I'm in an elevated place and I'm looking down on you because I can see you. Maybe stand at the door. I don't know. Could could y'all could y'all come on up? To the penthouse and sit down with me <laughs> could, could you come sit down with me I, I need to talk to you <laughs> we, just at your own time anytime you want to it's obviously there's no need to command you because nothing I have is working <laughs> so when you guys get finished at your time could you come could you come on up i like to maybe have a I'd like to have a little chat with you <laughs> all you tattletales get over here and set all you government officials I need you to sit. all you people in authority I need you to sit down and shut up <laughs> if anybody under the sphere of my influence speaks out against the God of the flame the God that these covenant people serve whose image they bear they're gonna be something waiting on them oh let me tell you church It's time we stop bowing to the image of the world and start standing up and say, Lord, just take on, take on, take on. Lord, destroy everything that is binding me. Let me bear the image, the image. You are free, you are free, you are free. And the blood of the Lamb. Worship team, come up. Everybody stand if you will. Oh, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God. I have this yearning desire that I know the Holy Spirit is putting in me. I want to see the glory. I want to see the power of God. I want to see the Son of God step into your furnace, and for you to meet him there, I want to see depression fall off of people. I want to see this oppression in your mind. I want to see every affliction of the enemy in your body to be broken off and you've been set free, I know that there's been some real strong occurrences in your life. There's been some abuse nobody knows about. There's been some devastation that has taken place. There's been some heartache. And they have bound you up, and overpowered you, But you decided today, I'm not bowing. That's not who I am. I'm not a poster child for depression. It's not my depression, it's hell's and I'm giving it back. I'm not insecure. I'm not tormented by fear. I'm not dictated by my past. I'm not a victim anymore. I am child of the Lord. And I am free, I am free, I am free. If you're making that declaration today, I want you if you're able to step out of your seat, walk to this altar. Lift your hands and say, I am the image bearer of God. Come on now, come on, come on. I believe there's a whole slew of people come in and say, This is I'm not who you said I am. I am who he says I am. That last song we sung, that last song we sung, I want to sing that one again. That last song during worship. You are victorious, you are victorious, you are victorious, you are victorious. Oh, you're a worshiper of the king, and you bear his image, you bear his image. You are not, you are not, you are not. You're not what the world has told you. You're not what your family told you. If they said anything contrary to this, it's not true. The only thing stands between you and total victory is the truth. Will you receive it today? Worship the Lord as they enter in. Right now, begin to worship God.